Hello. Are you looking for the right time to blindside your partner with some weird legal news and you're just trying to figure out how can I make this work without looking like a total piece of shit? Well, allow me to introduce my service called... Look, I'll be honest, man. There's no good time to do that. But with my service, we can at least make it look organic. So, for example, we can make it look like you got a flower delivery. And then within the flowers, the flower person says, oh, I also found this on your doorstep. It looks like it's from a legal office. I guess it's some kind of legal news for you. A prenup, perhaps. I don't know. Or maybe you're at your favorite restaurant. And in the menu, a prenup falls out. And you go, how did that get there? I don't know how that. Wait, and that's for us? That's so weird. Well, with my service, you can avoid those conversations and probably just further do damage to your relationship. But thank you so much for having me. And, oh, and that service is called Oops, that, oops that's a prenup. Uh, thank you for having <laughs> me. I am uh, Sophia Alexandra. Welcome. It is an honor. Uh, thank you. Truly. Um, hello. Have you um, ever felt like you wanted to ruin a situation with an ex? but you don't have one handy. Um, Well, guess what? (laughs) Call an ex is your best friend. Or should we say your best frenemy? Call us. We have lots of people on deck who will pretend to be your ex. Show up anywhere you want. Be it an Ethiopian New Year celebration. Oh, great. uh, Of you and your new husband. Be it, I don't know, you in another country with that husband, just anywhere that you think would be inopportune for an ex to pop up, mm-hmm. we got you. So wow. 1-800-CALL-AN-EX. There it is. And I, of course, am Miles Grove. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me, and thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for listening to this show, which is 420 Day Fiancé which is a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and its various iterations. Today, it's the OG 90 Day. Yeah. Also, uh, we didn't stream this episode, but shout out to the families, just so you know. But yeah. For people, who don't, who, people who aren't aware of Twitch stream culture, of, of the 420 Day Fiance Twitch stream culture, there's a whole, that's a whole church opening that we have to do. Um, and I just, because it, 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 it would be remiss of me to not do that. I just do want to say for those listening, I want to shout out the K ones. I want to shout out the Katreon. I want to shout out the Twitch stream, even though they're not here in the, in the chat, we love y'all and also shout out the families. And I believe that's, that's all the people that I have. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, wait, no. What? Oh no. There's something I'm forgetting. Oh, is that the. You, we already did the. We already plugged the business. Oh yeah. my God! What? Your foster parents are dead. My foster parents are dead. Your foster parents are dead. Your foster parents are deceased. Always gets me. Again, that's why you go to the Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash four twenty day fiance. Uh, shout out to those that are there, the millions and millions and that are there. That'll make you laugh if. You watch the Twitch stream, so extra jokes for you. <laughs> and that'll make you laugh because that's actually funny. And if you didn't, it's because like you don't get it. Okay, we gotta so, go. Whatever. It's an inside joke, and you weren't there. So. Oh, god. Our first couple is an inside joke. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but they're a joke. Uh, Emily and Kobe, and uh, this is this is an interesting. They have an interesting sequence. They go bed shopping, uh, and he's just piping her on all the beds, which was very interesting. Okay, um, you got to try it out, man. I've never thought of a bed like I've never. Okay, I think I've only fucked on one bad bed that I can think of. Like, there's only one time when I said, "What the fuck is this?" Like oh, in the middle. No, I felt no. I fucked on several. Tables I think my bed. bar is pretty low for a bed in the context of fucking for sleeping. <laughs> that's different. But it's, if it's just a smash pad, I mean, what are we saying here? What, no, uh, explain I know what to you're me. saying. I know what you're saying. You should not be paying attention. But occasionally, like, it'll be so fucked up that, like, you can't put your weight on it in the correct way. Okay, like, so. Them shits yeah. be sliding out from under your hands. You're like, right. this is bad. I remember or, like, one time. Or, sinking in the middle. 
and you're like yeah. in a weird hole with the person. Exactly. Like one time I was hitting it from the back with this person I was dating and their mattress is all soggy in the middle. And like it like over time, like went from like laying with the stomach on the bed to like their back being like convex or concave rather. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing was, and and they were like, yeah, I, I think we just need to move to the side where it's more stable. And I was like, okay, this is bad. It's and, bad. Yeah. It felt like you were fucking in a canyon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't need that. Just or like, like fucking on a trampoline. Crevasse. You're like, what the fuck? These yeah. It's like, I think my vertebrae is being compressed from this. 27 hours later. Whatever. 127 hours. Yeah, yeah exactly. You had to chew, <laughs> chew your girl's legs <laughs> off just so you could get out. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, I guess test the bed out. Um, I think they're just horny. So yes, it reminds me of what I would have done when I was in college. Like, yeah, what if we were like right here, like, eh, and like, stop it. I know. And everyone's looking, but you're like, I'm cool, and I have sex, and now everybody knows. <laughs> and I'm like, I've had sex, so that's <laughs> oh. why I'm doing this because that's why I'm just like what I do in real life. I'm a sex machine. Just this, you could probably tell by the way I was hitting that match. <laughs> <laughs> the way I was put moving my hips side to side. <laughs> <laughs> One of the saddest um, sentences of the franchise was in the segment where Kobe says, well, I'm just really so glad that honored that, you know, Emily finally decided that I can sleep in a bed with yeah. her and that she's going to get a bed that fits all of us. It really means a lot to me. I'm like, she's, Jesus. She's actually considering my feelings. It oh, was so no. fucked up. It was like, it's like when you hear like a foster kid talking about the first time they slept in a bed, you're like, this is so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a grown ass man living with his fiance and child. In, in her childhood she's bedroom. Still, yeah. She still would not get the bed earlier. I mean, I love it. She had time to get herself a whole ass new she's ring. She's such a fucking brat. So she's an idiot. Speaking of rings, right? So yeah, he goes to go shopping. wedding ring shopping. And they meet this fella here at the jewelry store who was talking like this. He's like, we got a few different rings. What do you say, fella? Guess what, fella? I've got a show patch that you could braid from across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually in a system of a down tribute band. That's it. I cut the tandril spike short on my chin, see, because I needed to work in my stepdad's jewelry store and pawn shop. <laughs> Shay, uh, what you guys think about puddle of mud? He, <laughs> he's like Ramstein, <laughs> and I ain't talking about the Air Force, babe. I, it was like he had a high five. It was like he had a big fucking lip in too. Like he had chewing tobacco, and he had this like the way his mouth was set was real cowboy like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not a lot. All of right. Movement. What if we give you that thirty percent there uh, and throw in uh, my pappy's horse? Dude, I like how his her dad. Okay, so it's her dad and and her sister that are there with Kobe at this jewelry store. Her dad's like, um, this is fucking dumb. Yes, like why the up. fuck are we here? Why is he? I spoke to this man. He said he brought four grand with him. Why are we at a jewelry store right now? And he's like, he's like, I just know my daughter probably just telling him this is what it needs to be, and this poor motherfucker's in here about to blow a quarter of like what he's you know saved so diligently on a fucking afterthought for my daughter whatever um also though the sister is like shady and like playing both sides because she's like i really don't think this should be happening he should not be buying her a ring anyway kobe um i know that carrots like care account is really important to yeah her. i mean I'm like shut up don't fucking play both sides well i don't know if you're i mean how what is she supposed to do well, Karen she is, communicating. is just being like, she's rich and wants a rich, fancy... I mean, she is a brat and wants a big ring. It's like, we already knew that. That's not a taste level thing. Well, I think maybe Karen she just reminded us, like... is important to her. It's like, yeah, well, she didn't say, like, oh, beautiful design is important to her. She wants it to be small. She likes white gold. she's being direct with it. She's like, yo, she's stupid. She likes carrot she's size. dumb. She wants costume jewelry. Right. So... They pull Made out the big. Diamonds. They pull out the big rock, and he's looking at him, and he's like, "Let's see, fella, this one here is seven thousand dollars." He's like, "What the?" F he really looked at him. He said, "For wait, what? For this?" Uh, he's like, "For seven thousand dollars, you can start three whole lives with that, and buy land, and start a business that you will then uh create generational wealth with." 
Huh? This fucked me up so bad. Yeah, I felt this terrible for him. This fucked me up so bad. So hearing a person say for $7,000, you can buy a piece of land, start a business, change someone's life. Yeah. And here people are like, oh, 7K for just the ring so that we feel like. I want to put it on a finger I never use on a hand that I barely use. It's for what? So other what? people think that I am valuable chattel. This is so fucking dumb. It's Do not go into debt over a ring. It was you can so have gross. Last life. Oh, when he says is fucked. He's like, you know, look, he's got some shitty qualities about him too. But I, and when when I see this instance, I'm like, man, this is really fucking bad. He's like being totally held hostage by her sense of entitlement, and it must have killed him. To even spend a thousand dollars, right? He saved four thousand dollars. He he's looking at shit, saying, "Dude, even at my maximum output, that could change my life in Cameroon. This isn't good enough for the person I'm marrying." Fuck. All right, I'll split the difference, and then I'll split that difference. Let's get something for a thousand dollars. Fuck for a metal circle, like. Oh, that must have been so fucking difficult. Um, it and like on top my of that, goddamn heart, I'm like, this is this on so top of stupid. that. I'm like, what she we, bought her own we... fucking ring too. I know. <laughs> so, because she's selfish and she doesn't care about anything about herself, and she's a brat, and it was like hell important yeah. for her to have this. And you know, he said, "Look, I love her, so fuck it. All I'm not gonna spend all my money, but I'll fuck it. I guess I'll spend a thousand dollars because she wants a pure diamond or whatever the fuck she's been talking about. Because not." A thing she's like, that if I, it's not, if it didn't come with from human suffering, how will I know I'm married? Like, and I don't care if, like, you can't tell the difference between lab-grown. Like, I want to know that, like, some Belgian, like, fucking mercenary, like, brutalized, like, a whole family to make this. Okay? It's, it's just, like, about the knowledge inside that, like, my happiness at having this circle is, like, way Oof. more important than, like, other people's lives, especially like probably child minors. <laughs> so he, I love my baby Coban. <laughs> my baby Coban. <laughs> they go. They go have. He ever have sake? Uh huh. Go to some Japanese or I don't know some place that got sake. Um and, and sushi. Yeah, they get the servers like, hey, y'all want some free champagne? And she's like, I'm such a balling ass bitch. I get free champagne wherever I go. <laughs> Like she really, it she was really so thought that. embarrassing <laughs> to hear somebody go, see, it's because I'm so special. And it's like, your husband arranged oh this to propose God. to you, you Dude, fucking he, dumb shit. He, his soul just broke buying a thousand dollar metal circle for you. And, yeah. and she's like, wow, look at this. She's like, what the hell is this? She looks at it. She likes it. Great. But in the back of everyone's mind is she still got this other ring. So they go back to her place, her family's house. And everyone's like, wow. Look at their back. Oh. And she's like, okay, they must have known that he was going to propose and like he got this ring. And she's really, she's like, I felt, she's like, I'm really impressed seeing him like put all this effort into like the ring and all this stuff. It just makes me feel really good. It's like, but I feel bad about the ring. I guess I should just tell him right away. And I, she was, the way she revealed that she bought a ring was the most childish inconsiderate shit ever like i couldn't believe she somehow fucked that up even worse i can she's a baby <laughs> i mean <laughs> baby cop cop to your fucking sins okay uh let me let me go to my purse throw a box at kobe and he's like what's this she's like i don't know like i got my own ring or whatever like she said nothing. She just handed him a box first, and he was like, "What? What's going the handing on?" Handing the box was especially wild. Yeah, because like, why do you need to show him the ring? Yeah, because it made it look like she was gonna propose to him. Or and he maybe was like, the fuck is going on? Or be like, why don't? Since I got this one, maybe you can return this one you just bought from the cowboy guy, and then I can just have this one. But but like. Then we're everyone's happy, and I can be like, "That was really great effort. Thank you, but I want this. I don't know." So she, he's confused. she should not have said that. She should have taken his fucking ring, 
she should have never given him the other ring and been like, here, let me, let me let that shit come out at the tell all fucking family. Yeah. Let that shit come out at the tell all. Don't like just take a sip, make pull faces when he's confused. I'm like, it's an engagement. And I got my own, whatever. It's like, fine. That's was her fucking attitude. Yep. What a fucking inconsiderate fuck. And I love to see it because I just I was like this rude motherfucker. She this fucking sucks. I'm like woke my ass up more than coffee. And her whole thing is like get over it. That's like what her whole energy is when he's just like, dude, this makes me feel like shit. Like you don't believe him. Like that I could get you a ring. You told me you wanted one. I told you I would get you one. I did, even though I spent a horrifying amount of money. She but no way gave a fuck about his feelings. Yeah, as she never did. Her dad's like, wait, she she got ring money? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, why the fuck am I paying for your fucking food and shelter? Right, right, right. All right. Um, All right. Speaking of shitty. Yeah. Um, Bilal and Shida. Shy and Bilal. Yeah. Who continues to be the most infuriating, weird as fuck serial killer. Lion ass. Why? Dude. You stay so calm when you're like fucking with a woman. He's a liar. They Not just a liar, but one of those like people that's like calmly being a piece of shit and then making you get riled. And then they're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy totally. that you're riled because I really just like wanted no, this I'm, to be a really nice occasion. I'm not upset. You're upset. I'm not upset at all about this. That's yeah, what's, and it's just that's like what's so wild. confusing because like I thought we were having a really nice time. Yeah, you know? I think you're confused or something. I, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like. I don't know what I did wrong. I took you on a romantic date. Uh-huh. I romanced you mm-hmm. and I gave you a prenup in the middle of it. I don't understand what the issue is here. And that's wrong what I did. So when he it's talks like to you his... didn't even appreciate the weekend getaway because no. I hid the fucking prenup in the middle of it like a pill and dog food. Yeah, right. <laughs> Put this prenup in a Ferris wheel. When they get back to the house after this, Shida wants to be by herself. He goes down the stairs to talk to his sister, and she's like, "What? What? What went down?" He's like, "Well, we went on a Ferris wheel, Ferris wheel ride. It was really nice and was beautiful. And then she got like sick. But then, like, I happened to get like an email about like from my lawyer about the prenup. So then I just I showed it to her to you know help her, and she was like, "Oh no, 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 well, And for his sister is normally very much on his side, but. In certain instances, she keeps it real. Like, what are you thinking, fool? Like, huh? Why would you do that? You had to really be on one for the fucking sister to be like interrupting him, saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no let me screen up pop quiz, no." Yeah, exactly. Um, and then so meanwhile, she's facetiming her sisters. And letting them know how this moment went from fucking romance to finance. And they're like, oh, so they just think, does he think you're just some island girl, like on a banana boat trying to take your fucking things? Is that how they look at you? Because you're from the Caribbean. And she's like, I don't know what the fuck this dude is dealing with. You know what? I felt that. Yeah. When her family was like, whoa, this is like, he's like doing First Nations shit. Yeah. They really was like, oh, is it because he's from a First Nation? Uh, Yeah. Just like savior behavior essentially yeah what right they were saying especially after putting them putting her through those hoops i mean he looks like extra shit you know what i mean yep. and then he's while this is happening he's telling his sister like you know marriage is like half love and half business no no it no. is not. that's never a thing that a person in a healthy relationship would ever say on planet earth in this mm-hmm. the year of our satan 2022 right um no there's nothing to do with business. If like, you what look are you, at, Beyonce and Jay Z? Yeah, that's exactly. The only situation. In are which you Will that's Smith true. and Jada? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> that is not everyone else. We're not. This is not a business. This is fucking just people trying to be in love. Anyway, so you know. Meanwhile, her sisters like they bring up a good point. They're like, "Look, if he's going to make you jump through these hoops, you might as well. If he needs a guarantee for his safety in the event that you aren't together, you need some kind of guarantee that this is worth sticking around for. So, if you want to have a child, then put that in the contract. Why don't you counter propose that? Yeah, talk to the fucking lawyer mm-hmm. and get your shit together. Exactly. 
And she's like Varys from Game of Thrones out here talking to her little birdies. Because I love she- that shit. Because <laughs> then he later, Bilal's like, so who's the birdies? And she goes, like, don't you worry about it. Yeah, she's like, you know, she's like that's, that's not your payroll. That's not your pay grade, sir. Just sit Mm-mm. to the back. Um, and then this dude tries to be all smart with her. And he says, that's a question I've been baffling with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you get? Cool, if you're First Nation, get a mastery of your first language. Yeah. That's a question I've been baffling with. <laughs> Fuck right off trying to demean sorry, and what? make this woman feel small all the time. You don't know what are baffle you, means. Fuck are you. Are you baffled by the idea of the proposed question or are you battling within yourself what you are going to do if you find yourself he, at that? He thinks crossroad. baffling means struggling. He thinks that's the question I've been baffling with. Well, also, um, don't you call it baffling like when you make um when you, you soundproof like a room, you need some baffling. Oh, is that the noun form? Anyway, that's like hey man, see that's production talk. That. Yeah, production exactly. talk. Hey man, can we get some baffling actually, man? It's I'm just dude, this room is super bouncy, man. Yeah, hey, can yeah, we yeah. Spike? Can we spike that? Yeah, just get on the other side of that C stand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a ten K that yeah, yeah. But uh <laughs> put, throw the Fresnel on. Spike that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, no, dude, turn, the, no, turn the feet and put the bag on the one or else it will tip over. Okay. <laughs> PA Damn. Miles. Is hey, can, hey, my man, can my you get, favorite. hey, can you get that apple box? Uh, <laughs> let me get that hot dog and put the other one hamburger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a PA Miles bone bone. That's unlimited. Just oh my God. Wait, where did it go? Knowing when you need to spike it. Whoa. Wait, what, what happened? happened? Is the algorithm sick? I think Thank I got it. Just was but, sleeping. Uh, yeah, the algorithm was sleeping on that reference. Anyway, um, so yeah, when he when she tells him about the plan, he's totally caught off guard because he's found himself in his worst scenario, nightmare scenario, where he is not in control now, and he's fucking speechless. It's like she fucking knocked him out when she said that shit. She's like, "Yeah, I'd like to talk to your lawyer, um, so we can talk about you know putting in clauses about." Uh, having a kid by 40, me being pregnant by then. So, and he's like, uh, uh, oh. Like, he's yeah, like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, in I, my plan, you did not have any rights whoa, for agency. Whoa. Uh, she's like, are you good? Do you need help talking? No? You all right? Yeah. I, um, hey, what? stop uh, stop zipping that bag like that. That's, uh, do not zip the bag like that. That was so fucking transparent when he clearly had to, like, reassert his control. control. Yeah. By... By come by giving a directive on how to zip a bag, like bam, you are so fucking tired. Get the fuck out, Chida. That is such little little person thinking like that. You can just tell they're like, oh, look at your little ass, huh? You have you really had something to say? Be like, zip that bag right. Uh uh, no, not very sad, very sad little man. All right. I hope she gets the fuck out of that relationship. Yeah, let's take a break and we'll come back to talk about more sad people. America's so fucking tight. And we're back. Twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance. Apply that directly to your head. Ari and Benny now? Ooh. I have to tell you this, which I think mm. is so telling. What? You know how, like, when we take notes on the show, we, like, separated by couples? hmm So this one, I, without even noticing, titled Ari and Leandro. <laughs> and that is, says everything about that entire oh fucking storyline. 100%. So she, they start off. She's trying to, she out here doing like her Saturday night fever, John Travolta walking down Main Street thing. She's like, ooh, ooh, look at me. I'm in my Fashion Nova plaid miniskirt crop top set, okay? And I got my little heels on that I do not know how to work. So I mm-hmm. look like a cowboy who's drunk walking down the street with my hands out to the side for balance. It's like when shit. a baby first starts to walk. 100%. 100%. It's like how a three-year-old walks. Yeah, Like, yeah, you've been yeah. walking for a minute. You've been walking for a minute for sure. I can tell you've been walking for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your hands are just there just in case. Yeah, you you're not, like, you gliding, know. though. You know what I like, mean? Like, you're not going to take those corners right every You're time. not walking like you're 12. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, I was I like, I like that what? that's, to you, that's where when you master, 
walking. I was just trying to think, like, 12. I feel like a 12-year-old could, like, walk with some swag. Like, 11, I feel like you're still kind of like a floppy pony kid. A little bit like a noodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the way that, like, puppies are, like, golden retriever puppies. All puppies, but when they have the loose skin on them when they're growing. Yeah. so cute. I love that. Hey, man, that's a loose skin bonus. Little LSB. Loose skin bonus. Um, So, anyway... She's dressed up to meet fucking Leandro. Not just um, dressed up to meet him. They literally match. When they hug, their plaids just yeah. become one giant uh, hipster man. <laughs> that is what it so looks like. When then Benny gets there, like for them to all have lunch, it's awkward off the rip. He's just like, yeah, we we're just talking shit about you, man. Ha ha ha. And he's like, what the fuck? Which... Look, I get he's joking, but Penny hates you. So this yeah, is interesting. And, he, and Leandro is like, you can tell now. Before it was just a little bit, but now I think you can really tell that he's like, oh, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to make this marriage as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking with y'all. I don't give a fuck. He um, truly is just there to be like, oh, how could you have a problem with he me? He is kind of like, family. he's sort of like one. You know, but like, he's not gay. He's her yeah, husband that she he, was with for 10 right. years. He's around. The family likes him like the homies like him, but he doesn't give a fuck about y'all. <laughs> like he, He's kind of a sad, angry person inside. Um, it's so, a wild, wild vibe watching someone just so blatantly do a thing that you only see like people kind of in movies do. Where it's like yeah, the yeah, guy, yeah. the like ex, metal. that's like gonna be trying to get him, get her back the entire yeah. time, you know. He's like, so he's like, it seems like you don't communicate enough, man. Mm. He's like, based on like the kind of problems that you're having, wow, like you didn't tell her that you're training with a woman. Sounds like you you need to communicate. You don't do that enough. And part of me was like, man, shut the fuck up, Leandro. And part of me was like, you right though, Leandro. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> he right? Com- he do I'm shit. like, you right, but you are not the messenger. <laughs> right, right. I'm this, like, he definitely needs you. That's spot on, Leandro. But shut the fuck up, homie. That's not the place for this. But also, great TV. So I'll so allow it. Please, yeah. So please continue. <laughs> what yeah, you were saying that's the cycle of watching it. You're like, man, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, he's right though, but. Okay, but I like this. Now keep going. I keep fucking shaking it up. So there's a bunch of things that I thought were hilarious. One mm. is um, that Beanie is so pissed, but Leandro's whole energy is, yeah, man. I mean, I know everything about her. And, you know, when you don't pay attention to your lover, your relationship disappears. <laughs> I'm like, if. I'm not mistaken. She literally disappeared on you right, to right, another right, right. country and got pregnant with Beanie's baby. <laughs> Maybe you don't get to sit here and be like, when you don't pay attention to your lover, your relationship disappears. Yeah, Maybe sir. can it? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, then on Ethiopian New Year, you're going to fucking disrespect this man? Okay, so... I like how that all worked out. So during the um, during that awkward ass lunch, Ari just invites Leandro to the Ethiopian New Year dinner, and Benny's like, "Oh, uh, yeah, man, um, but you're probably busy, right, motherfucker? You busy, yeah, right? You can't I love make how it." He said it. Yeah, <laughs> and he's and Leandro's like, "Nah, you know, I'm family. That's my family. So yeah, I'm gonna be there. I would love to participate." And you're like, "Oh shit, okay, keep going." <laughs> so the New Year's dinner so happens. Tight. Um. And, you know, it's going well. They're having fun. They're feeding each other. Uh, you Gusha. know, out of respect. Yeah. And there's then uh, Ari's Look. like, oh, Leandro, like, let me, maybe we should feed you. But he's like, no, 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 I got that. I got I'm it. <laughs> no, I got this. Yeah, yeah. Let me feed you, man. You my brother now. You know what I mean? I need to feed you. <laughs> I need to feed you a fist-sized amount of Ethiopian food. This like, man made a lentil grenade. And then shoved it down, <laughs> shoved it down Leandro's throat. It was the it, size of a softball. It, dude, he basically, most of the time you eat Ethiopian food, you take a little bit of the injera, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then pick up the, I felt like he took the whole fucking injera, injera. like the whole uh-huh. flap of it and was like, yeah, let me press this shit down real quick into a fucking softball, motherfucker. Have that shit. <laughs> Remind me of like when you're a kid and you like 
try to make hard ass snowballs to hurt the oh, other yeah. kids. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, There's ice in the middle, and then you keep packing it out. I'm like, he is gonna try to choke him with this I remember a snowball. I did that with sandwich bread, and my mom yelled at me. Yeah. I would take yeah, a piece you of can't sandwich play with bread food like that. Yeah, and I was I would take I took like four slices, and I was like, look how much it goes down. I was like, I'm gonna just make a big ass ball of this bread. Yo, my mom, that was my dinner, okay? And I was eating that shit, these little clumped up pieces of bread. And like, I was like, this tastes bad. And she's like, yeah, stop fucking with the bread. Um, That's exactly some shit my mom would do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it tastes bad, huh? She's like, you know what else tastes bad? Taking shit for granted. Yeah, exactly. She's (laughs) like, oh, you think think this bread just grows on trees? I'm like... (laughs) I'm not smart enough to know if it does or doesn't. <laughs> Help me. Is it more of a root vegetable? <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could make it a baseball. Um. So anyway. Were he, you allowed to play with your food even like moving it around the like plate or whatever? Mm, depends. My family didn't play that if you're just sitting around moving that shit around. They're like, yeah, you don't play with it. Like it. if I was in Japan. And with my mom, she would no, no, that, that shit ain't happening. If I'm like in America at home, maybe eight out of ten times, I don't get away with it. <laughs> yeah, twenty <laughs> percent more relaxed in in the U.S., but in Japan, no. Um, she's like, "Give me the fight." I'm just like, "Oh my god, okay, all right, all right, all right." That's what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? You gotta. You gotta, you gotta just, you gotta yell at your kids in a different language to spare them the embarrassment to know they're getting their head ripped off and they can maintain their, their confidence around their friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, then, uh, they, they basically like, they start talking about New Year's, New Year's traditions and how things change. And they're like, oh, so what's going to change about the relationship? Leandro's nosy ass is just chiming in. And there was a whole bunch of shade. I mean, one yeah. was. Oh, Beanie tried to choke Leandro with the injera baseball. And then right. someone goes, try to choke him again? <laughs> like, oh my God, what? <laughs> That's they Savage. Wait to bring that up. That's a Savage Benzem. That's 100%. Million. Oh my God. And, and then more shade with New Year. Hey, mm-hmm. so it's New Year, new changes. Like, so what kind of changes are you going to make? Like telling the truth all the time? Oh. Wow, Janice, hold up, hold up. Um, but she brings up hey. a good point. They're like, yeah, you know what? If you didn't yell, maybe he'd be more open to it. This is what we talk about all the time. Like, yes, he doesn't. He doesn't want to communicate. She's also not good at hearing shit that she doesn't want to hear. So that makes it perfect for them to for him to not say shit ever uh, yes. and think that that's and that's him maintaining the relationship. But so, I also have to say. Mm-hmm. You're not a child. You're a man. 100%. So there's only so many times in your life where you're going to be able to get away with, oh, well, so, but I didn't tell you because what if I told you and like, what if you yell at me? Yeah. I'm sorry. You're going to have to be okay with a world where not everyone's pleased with you all the time. Right. And it doesn't mean that they hate you or that it's over. They're taking your baby. You're going to have to be able to have a conversation at some point where one or both of you are mad. And you're going to have to just be like, oh, yelling happened and we're still okay. Right. Because exactly. this is not a relationship where you just avoid telling the other person you think you're being good. You don't mm-hmm. trust them and you don't no. like give them the benefit of the doubt of being that like a human so being much, that though. can handle this all People the time. Just, yeah. They're like, uh, surprise, motherfucker. I'm a liar. And I've been kind of, this has been a house of cards I've been showing yep. you the whole time. And. I've been making terrible decisions behind the scenes that I've not been sharing with you. Yes. Um, And I also have noticed that it happens a lot to, I think, like uh, my friends who are immigrants, friends that are black, friends that are from different cultures, because then it's like, whoa, you're so strong. Like your vibe is so much. Oh, people like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, this is. Wow. You know, like. if you yell at me, I'll just disintegrate. It's like, no, nah, I'm still just a human being. No, like this is just day. how I communicate. This is actually loving. Um, but hey, look. Anyway, good luck to them. We all weren't born in a condiment jar um, in the back <laughs> of the refrigerator. So then the last thing that, you know, Leandro kind of gets his sweet, sweet revenge sort of at the end is when 
we find out that they're going wedding dress shopping and Leandro will be there. And he's like almost as a spit tig. He's no, 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 let's not do that. And he's like, I'm going nowhere. And you know what? That's the kind of soap opera shit I like. I like it because like I when he was saying it, you saw him like dig a nine foot hole and plant himself in it. He's like, I put roots down, bitch. He acted like never leaving. He acted like somebody he acted like somebody who's like home was going to be like claimed to like, you know, by eminent domain. And he's like the last holdout like in the neighborhood is like i'm i will die here before they build any expansion of the grove on my land um anyway so that's that patrick and thais yes vegas much so quick question about leandro before we leave that Mm -hmm. the last time he was on the show he had a girlfriend right or a fiance or something yeah, I think so. He so, how's he got all this time now to just like haunt Beanie? He might be single now. <laughs> single. That's and what I'm wondering because yeah. this energy is a lot more like spicy and shady than the yeah. energy when he had it, a partner. It feels like he doesn't have a partner who's gonna see the episode, and he has to explain what's going on. At least the last time, he he had some plausible deniability. Here, you look desperado, my man. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, the Vegas thing with Patrick and Ty is kind of just dumb. Like It's like a one-sentence thing, except for we have to just talk about Patrick's brother, Matthew, who looks like a school shooter. <laughs> Where's the lie, dude? Didn't get that vibe at all. But... Are you kidding me? <laughs> what about No him? motion in his face, those big old staring eyes. And uh, something honest, about the way that he displayed his braces seemed like he would eat you. I the only thing I noticed that was odd was the placement of the brackets of his braces. That's what I'm saying. There's off everything's they a little bit off. Very about high up on his tooth. A lot. There's a lot about Matthew. I think we don't know, and I think there are a lot of bodies behind his house. <laughs> that wow. Is, <laughs> okay. I'll stand well, by that. Because think right. about it like this. Think about the different uh, levels of fucked upness in that family because of like the abuse they've suffered, right? Oh, Patrick, so you're saying Patrick or he, little what's his name? I'm saying Patrick. Best case scenario, John. Sadly, John uh-huh. maybe in the middle, and I think Matthew is the murderer. What if John is the best case scenario? I've considered that as well, and it is also horrifying. Think of that too. I know, and he might be like. He's also a misogynist, a, just like Patrick. Yeah, he's but, a mess, too. But he's also an alcoholic. And I feel like those two things together equate to violence mm-hmm. frequently. And that's the reason I'm like, maybe he is. Hey, lifting weights and doing steroids. Totally. Chill. Yeah, Patrick also has very chill <laughs> temperament. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I feel like that family needs that's a lot the of thing. therapy. Yeah, and I say I, that as, as someone who needs a lot of therapy from a family of people <laughs> who need a lot of therapy. Um. Anyway, so the thing is, she hasn't told her dad about them getting married. We knew that going like, you know, that was sort of like a thing that she reveals at the start of the show. Patrick didn't know that he's caught off guard. And he's like, what the fuck, man? He's like that. I don't really like that. It makes me feel like maybe the reason you don't tell your dad is because you actually aren't here to be married. That's what that makes me feel like. And she's like, yeah, but I'm just not going to tell him because if I tell him, he would have said no. And what am I going to do? Say let him say no to me. Fuck that. I'll lie. And then I'll ask for forgiveness later. She's really showing her age in how she's solving this problem. Like truly, truly, truly. Like this is some teenager shit when you're like, well, if I asked, you would have said no. And then I couldn't go. And then I'll tell you later. And then, then it'll be okay. But I'm not going to consider that my man here with the cool skull, uh, (laughs) Uh, it might hurt his feelings that I'm not telling my father. I don't know. Um, All I can say about that is that I do think in a lot of situations, ask, ask for forgiveness, not for permission mm-hmm. is appropriate. Mm-hmm. But I mostly think about that in work scenarios where like, 
if you ask some people or whatever about like in stand up or just there's some things where you're like, this would be way more of a discussion and a thing where like right, if right. I do it, it wouldn't even be a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's what that saying is for. It's mm-hmm. not for like <laughs> for lying to your dad about like <laughs> having a husband. I mean, I think that is taking it far. Well, and, and here's I also the thing. don't think it proves anything. She's like, well, a little proof to him that he was serious and he wasn't just like thinking of me as just like a Brazilian girl to fuck. I'm like, but those are both true. He can still <laughs> marry you and think of you that way. Yeah. That just, he's just a Brazilian girl with a ring that he fucks. As we know, jewelry will not stop the foolery. Will not stop the foolery. Um, but also, like, you know, if she, it sounds like there's more she wanted to say to him. Even though she was speaking English, and I get that, like her her vocabulary is like limited, but she would usually just speak Portuguese, like if she had something more complex to say. But like when he was asking her, because I get it too, like not everyone has relationships. Are like, no, I'm not telling my parents shit. You know what I mean? And that she just and that's knows totally that fine, the dad you actively hates Patrick. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's no, exactly. No, say what you were saying. No, I'm just saying that there's uh, who gives a shit. I can't I don't even remember. It was just more to say that there if if that is if the case is like her relationship is more complex and being like, ah, I just don't feel like telling them, then at the very least, if this someone's gonna be your husband, then you should tell them that. Like why? Anyway. But it is different, I think, when you know actively that your parent hates them. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's, that's gonna be a terrible phone call. Hey, you know that person that you don't trust that you think stole me away? That's your son. Yeah. (laughs) He's part of the family now. Um, Um, I'm going to end this Patrick and Thais segment by once again saying that talking about the Vegas chapel in derogatory terms to you, which is this is how this is how you marry a stripper. mm -hmm. Like, first off, Mm -hmm. fuck you. Mm -hmm. Um, Strippers have so much fucking money. That they could buy and sell your toe-looking ass for fucking, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, ten times over. And also, there's no one type of stripper or one type of person. Just saying that makes you look like a fucking fool. And you're just shitting on your person and on strippers and just on women and, like, fuck right off. Yeah. He's, uh, look, he doesn't know that strippers can actually forecast uh, recessions quicker than Wall Street does based on... (laughs) Yep. People not being in there as much. Yep. Um, very, which is, I think, one of the most interesting things that we have. How misogyny can also show you how the economy is moving. Um, Muhammad and E, speaking of misogyny, this is a one-word sentence. They go to the gym for him to say, if my child is not Muslim, then I prefer to not have a child. That is some wild shit to say to a yeah. woman that is not Muslim. Yeah. That's it. She went there looking for some compromise. There's no compromise with him. His compromise was that he moved to New Mexico. That's it. His compromise is that he is baby. You do what baby wants. And that's it. I mean, Okay, here's a compromise. A, I'm baby. Yeah, how you like that? <laughs> what? <Is> that no. <laughs> you uh, do everything. Eva, my child, you can't get him confused while I am no, teaching Eve. him something. I am baby. Surprise. Uh, Eve was raised with too much freedom. Uh, that is not good behavior for my child, who no. shall be imprisoned in his bedroom. <laughs> uh, and yes, it will be boy, because that there's no girls no do not exist in this reality. <laughs> She at this point has to know. I mean, yeah. is she fucking you get, kidding it's me? get out time. It's get She's out time. About getting her special needs child a brother from this guy. Get out. Time to go. I'm sure he doesn't consider your child a person because that child's not Muslim. <laughs> right. Like, Whew. fuck off. Anyway, Who moving knows? on to Yeah, seriously. Uh Jabri and Miona. Um that was a real fun dinner intervention. Holy fuck. Yeah. With your, please never invite me to a dinner like that. Please where don't Where everyone give just me... sits around saying that you're controlling and have a ruining the, the <laughs> person that you're with's life. Yeah. that. So the last, like, three episodes have been around one day, I feel like. Or no, oh, the last think... two episodes. Because yeah. the first day, the last episode was the coffee with uh, his parents. 
then the talk with Miona later, and then this episode is them coming back from that talk and then going to dinner. And Mahala is telling her mom, like, hey, I told Jabri that we had concerns. I'm really nervous about telling Miona now. Jabri is super stressed going in there. And when they sit down, like, yeah, they just basically like, yeah, I don't know, man. This is uh, this looks pretty fucked up uh, from this angle. His grandma's like, all I see is stress. I see no joy. And I was like, grandma, that's the one that's, uh, that's, that, that probably hurt to hear uh, from your, your grandson. I didn't, didn't want to hear that. What about Miona? They're literally all sitting across the table from her and staring at her while they tell her how she sucks. Yeah. See, and then, then she turns to Jabri and she's like, they're saying that I'm pressuring you into getting married. Do you think I'm pressuring you into getting married? He's like, yeah. He's like, and another thing. Yeah. You're also an entitled millennial. And another thing, the way you flush the toilet. I'm like, what? whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude, what even his happening? own mom was like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shut, hold on. Shut the fuck up. Jabri. No, like I'm, I, I am still a therapist on some level. And I can't just let you go into like name calling town. He's like, I'm not name calling. I'm just saying what she's like. And I'm like, no, that's not how that works. Like, I didn't she, say she was a bitch. I said she was acting, acting like, a, like bitch, a bitch. Acting like a fucking bitch. You feel me, mom? Uh, no. You know, she's doing the thing where like, yeah, express your feelings. You say use I language, you know, but don't start putting the focus on her. No, no, no. This is a place for you to air your grievances. All that to say. She was just like, Miona was just like, dude, I want to get the fuck out of here. I want to just cry. And she's like, she's like, you should have never talked about our problems with other people. Um, yeah, well, it's not going to happen. But just the awkward silence after the confrontation and they were so still sitting that, at the table. I don't know what they thought. You can't really break news at a dinner because it fucks no. up the meal. Like, you have to wait till the food is over. Or do it or like in a non-dinner with it at all. <laughs> yeah, like be like, yo, oh, like let's go out to get uh, some coffee or something or whatever. Anything else? Food. I mean, there are times that I like. I've, I remember being broken up with like in the middle of eating, and I'm like, yo, you could have just told tell me before I didn't have to drive out here to eat here, and now I don't want to finish this shit. Just you could have told me. I suspected that's what was going on, but fuck. I also have so much disdain for people that make the person drive to them and then to break, break up with them. My friend literally one time thought that she was going uh, on a date. Like she was oh. going to this dude's house. He was going to make her a romantic oh dinner. My God. He shows up. She's like dressed up real nice. She opens the door. He's wearing sweats and a t-shirt. And she's like, well, that's weird. And he's like, yeah, so I just thought before, you know, we ate, we could talk for a minute. And she was like, okay. And then he's like, yeah, so let's break up. And she's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, do you want Thai food? She's like, I want I to murder I you? I want to tie a rope around your body and throw <laughs> you in a lake? Is that on the menu? Is that Thai food? I thought food? I was coming here for love, not larb. Ooh. She canceled. (laughs) Larb is delicious, though, for real, for real. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Came for love, not larb. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) That joke. (laughs) Oh, I love larb, though. Love larb. So good. Love larb. Let my love larb love down. down. Um, love larb down. <laughs> you want to love larb? I want larb tonight. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. That's that. We'll do see what happens. Do you believe in larb after larb? Ooh. <laughs> do you believe in love after larb? Mm. I can break up with you over For food. Time. Cause I don't think you're good enough. <laughs> oh shit. Um Dude, that's one of our most fire jams. That goes on the that goes on the now that's what we call 420 Day Fiance. Mix. Love after Larb up. <laughs> <laughs> larb after lockup. <laughs> yes. Yes. Larb up abroad. <laughs> All right. This is so stupid. 
Uh, and then sadly, Car and Guillermo, just really sad. Larb at first sight. I know it's marriage, but Larb yeah, is better. I like Larb at first sight. Um, yeah, and Guillermo's brother passes away in this episode. And that's too, and it. Really and I don't, I, this was sad as fuck. And they're like, that let's end broke, it on a it was sad Devastating note. when he talks about being away when you're, you got when people in another country, you, you immigrate, and you can't go back, and shit's going down. I was like, just please change the channel now. Yeah, uh, that was a lot, and um, yeah, I know you felt that. I Shit. did not feel. Yeah, I was like, please don't end it on this note. Yeah, <laughs> Mama needs to end on a trap note. <laughs> anyway, uh, but do you believe in love, love after love? Ooh, oh, one I want to get LARP. Note, though. Huh. Um, just like I've been noticing this a lot for a long time, but especially recently, like, don't cry. This is like a very much a white woman thing. Like, listen, y'all, we cannot cry when something's happening to someone else. Y'all have to keep it inside. It is downright embarrassing watching you cry over someone else being in a really fucked up situation where they can't go to see their brother. Please yeah. don't do that. It is so disgusting. And it makes me like, I don't think y'all know the difference or like we, I guess, between empathy and it's just. And that ain't it. Don't yeah, it said it didn't feel like person. empathy, huh? Mm, don't like it. Don't it just like feels it. so bad for them. People oh, used man. to cry to me about my cancer. And I was like, do y'all know how fucked up it is that I have cancer and I'm going through chemo right now and you're crying to me about my cancer? Yeah, please come here. Give me some different energy than you that. You gotta get out of here. I can't handle it. <laughs> so yeah, please don't do that thing. But please do believe in love after larb because yeah, that's, you can, can be broken up with inside. over thai food and recover just saying <laughs> and that is the official stance of the show it's true it's all true. right um well thanks so much for joining us you can find us uh on twitter and instagram at 420 day fiance go to twitch.tv slash 420 day fiance to see the streams go to patreon.com slash 420 day fiance to get access to the vault we have a ton more ultimatum episodes coming i promise you will see them there imminent uh and then also uh, check out 420dayfiance.com uh for merch shit like that uh and until next time i've been sophia alexander you can find me at the sophia s-o-f-i-y-a twitter instagram the other podcast is private parts unknown with courtney kosak you can check out my album father's day and check out the socials for any other goings on and, of course, I've been Miles Gray. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. That's Gray with an A. Okay. And you know me. You know what I do every day. It's called the Daily Motherfucking mm-hmm. Zeitgeist. I do it with Jack O'Brien and other really cool people. It's literally every day, so check that out. And, of course, you know my little side piece. It is called Mad Boosties. So if you like basketball, well, honey, it's for you. Exactly. Thanks so much for listening. And then we'll be back soon. All right. Bye. Meow, meow. 420 Day Fiance.